and welcome everybody, everybody to first to world, first world, world problematic. problematic the number two stand-up podcast in india and kenya <laughs> two very similar places yeah those are actually the two number one markets for podcasts so don't oh. yeah no, that's a fact. <laughs> the Don't two number one market for podcasts. Okay, so but uh, a similarity between them is um, both of them had very similar um, timelines of when they were colonized by the British. Is that just is something you just knew off the top of your head, or like you looked this up when no, you, you, were you learned this when you were a colony? You you learned this in you know Indian history growing up. That's surprising because like my mom and dad always talk about how the Indian textbooks were wrong and like they were they're like they didn't talk about Indian history enough and Modi this and Modi that well I mean Modi wasn't in power when I was a student so I know but then they said they always segue it into how Modi's God speaking of horrible (laughs) segues yeah uh (laughs) Serbi just used that as a segue to talk about the queen dying, which was a horrible <laughs> segue. Oh, my God. Oh, was that the segue? I that didn't... was the segue. You didn't catch that. that? Was... was that on purpose? Perspective, I'm like, that would have been OK on stage if you couldn't think of anything. But geez. <laughs> I thought it was just good fodder. But for then Michelle killed my segue and then went on to Modi. That was like minute 20. You know, I'm sorry. Was... The new queen question mark. King Modi. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I have an inquisitive mind, Serby. We're going to go from number two to number 20,000 in India the second you trash Modi. So you better be careful about what you say. Uh, I love Modi. I love Trump. Let's let's put that on the record. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle about to get canceled in Indian matchmaking season three right here. Yeah, but we're about to go to number one. Broke up with Nadia because he's a white supremacist? Question mark. (laughs) His favorite white girl band is KKK Christmas album. Mm. I want, yeah, what would the KKK Christmas album sound like? I'm dreaming of a white people Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dreaming of a white Christmas in Bosnia this year. Bosnia had a they had a genocide where they genocided all the Muslims that lived in Bosnia. Is that really true? You still got a lot of Ashkenazi Jews, so got that genocide is left. This is the second episode in a row we're talking about the Ashkenazis. They're they're really doing well in our podcast. (laughs) We are the number four. um, We are the number four stand up podcast in the Holy Land guys oh really god's chosen people love our podcast probably because uh you look like them you that's why you look like what jesus would have looked like yeah that that is absolutely true yeah that's absolutely true all right we were talking about the queen and before before we started this vishal asked that was my segue Uh, (laughs) vishal asked what the queen's favorite band was and my opinion is her favorite band was queen Hey, my, my vote is uh, she That's loved it, the sex pistols because she had a fondness for irony. Mm, I would say vote. Pink Floyd, you know, Pink Floyd. Like I Why? can totally say, uh, like hear her, you know, vibing to we don't need no education. I don't know. Was- I don't know about the queen. I do know the Prince Andrew's favorite. He just loved all the kids Bob albums. Yep. <laughs> he loved all of them. 
<laughs> he was there at the recording of each one, actually. Yes, yes. I don't know why he was. Yeah, he was in the he studio. Funded the recording of each one so he could be there for the recording of each one. Of course, he's the only one with access to the explicit versions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's, it's like, um, uh, what's his face? Um, that guy, my um, Martin Shkreli, who bought the Wu Tang album, yeah, so yeah. nobody else could hear it. Yeah, you don't have Martin Shkreli's phone number, okay? Yeah, so you mentioned that. Now, Why so do you have his phone number? Oh my god, we don't want to get into that you have story. his phone number, Serby. Yeah, why I do am... we not want to get into it? That's perfect for this format. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no, 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 we don't want a juicy story on this podcast. Come on. Come on, guys. Oh my god. This was this was a very long time ago. This was 2016, I think. Vishal, before... you are dressed like a douchey pharmaceutical executive today. Yeah. Oh yeah? Yeah. What what do pharmaceutical executives look like? Um, they look well groomed. But their like... shirts are ironed though. So it, Vishal's That's... not there yet, you know? God damn it. I no, dress they up sleep... for you guys and I'm still not. <laughs> they sleep in their shirts. They're they sleep in their shirts. So it's okay. That's what they wake oh, it up. Oh, it still like. works. Anyway, you need so a cyanide pills in your like front pocket, you know, ready to go if the police comes by for you raising the prices. Uh, anyway, Serby, let's hear why you swiped right on Shrekel, Sh- Martin Shkreli. Martin Shkreli, Shkreli yeah. Uh, so this was um 2016, um, May, I think. Yeah. And so I was exactly when he like did all this shit. Yeah. Oh my, this was like one of those crazy times. Yeah. And I, I'd come to New York to pick up my passport because I got a Canadian visa and I was just picking it up. I was here for a day and um, I and went you're like, to... what's Martin up to? <laughs> no, I, I, I knew this guy, one of the founders of Rap Genius. And um, I ended up going um, to like a birthday dinner with him. And it was for like, um, you know, uh, one of the celebrities and Martin Shkreli was there. And wait, wait. How um, did you know the founder of Rap Genius again? Oh my god, I, I don't even remember. This was uh like in India. I I we became online friends. Uh we, we can get him on the podcast. We can we can get all the three founders. Yeah. Me, That's how Elon, famous Serbia is. She's like, she knows all these famous people, and she's like, Oh, I don't even remember how I met them. <laughs> <laughs> online friends. Wow. Okay. Th- th- those were my, you know, um, no. Like chat friends, chat uh, like on Orchid, you Orchid, MySpace. Dude, yeah, chat. fucking. When I was playing Neopets when I was eight, I made friends with like twenty-one-year-old creeps. But meanwhile, Servi's making friends with the movers and shakers of the world. God damn, I know it's really hard to uh, find somebody like of actual power and influence on one of those sites like Webkins, except for Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew, yeah, exactly. once again, say, unless you're on, he's still on there. <laughs> <laughs> You're on I mean, kids' I, direct line. I can be friends with any movers and shakers now because I um joke about their hairline too much. Yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> and then he he comes in with the uh spreading misinformation. It's like, guys, Vishal works for Google, not Facebook. Okay. Okay. So Serby, so you're at this party and you're like, oh my god, Martin is here. And and so what so how did you approach him? So it was a big, like, you know, conversation circle. And I used to be big into politics in university. Like um, then I I went to school in Baltimore and I used to be in D.C. a lot. And um, I was like 
friends with a lot of libertarians. Uh, yes. I was in that yes. circle and I'm very embarrassed about it. Um, so, you know, that circle where um, all these like rich white kids would be like, oh, let 80 year olds sell Coke. Of course. The, where they're yeah, like, yeah. all uh, drugs should be roads. all drugs should be legal. <laughs> they're like privatize the roads. Yeah. Uh, people yeah. will pay for the roads like that type of shit. So. Um, we were just discussing um, libertarian philosophies. And at that time, I did not know Martin Shkreli and his, you know, um, awful acts. Um, Wait, and- so you're telling me you might have inspired Martin Shkreli to do what he did. Like, oh, like he after already- he talked to Serby, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. The free market. Maybe we should make these pills one thousand dollars. <laughs> Hey, I, I never said no. I mean, I could be the Tyrion Lannister of all the capitalism in the United States. You know, that's like, crazy. You are. Wow. I, I am so amazing. You're the Helen of way. Troy. You're the Helen of Troy of getting Martin Shrelly to, you know, to really fuck over a whole bunch of sick people. Yeah, I, I'm the game maker, baby. I'm I'm the you know, man behind the plan. Like, I, I'm so yep. American that way. Like, I, I should get my citizenship, like, right now. Wait, I got a, I had a question. Uh, what did you guys think about Martin Shkreli's paramour with that woman? What are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. You guys not remember this no article idea. where, like, it was really big last year. This, like, journalist, like, started interviewing Martin Shkreli, and then she left her husband for it. Wow. Then, for him? I for saw him. Yeah, you guys remember this? It was such a big thing because it was so weird because like she did this whole like photo shoot to like seduce him and like but then they broke up or whatever. They never actually met in person. It was so trying to listen to that Wu-Tang album, baby. It's all about (laughs) Wu-Tang. Add that to the list of favorite white girl albums. It's Maroon 5 and (laughs) Wu-Tang and Paramore. I don't know what you said that for. Um, Paramore is like the word, not the band, but those, I know I'm just well. joking. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, that's interesting. Wait, so she did the, the same thing that all the uh, double agents in spy movies do, you know, where they're like, I, you know, I was actually working for your opposing government, but I fell in love with you, Martin. So that's yeah, what she yeah. did. Wow. That's it's crazy. A James Bond movie. Mr. And Mrs. Smith right there. And we saw how that worked really? out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a hard pill to swallow for her uh, husband. Uh, that that's a pun, but honestly, cucks. that oh, pill, nice. like if he <laughs> if he does have to get on antidepressants because of that, they're probably going to be like a thousand dollars now. He's like, what? What's your husband always fuck this guy over even more? Yep. <laughs> I mean, doesn't she get a, doesn't he get a discount for being like related to Martin Shkreli by like vagina? By vagina. Oh, that's what's a reverse Eskimo brother? Like uh, <laughs> that's not wait, reverse. No, that's Eskimo just brothers. an Eskimo brother. They are wait, th- but like the girl and Martin actually never like kissed or had sex or whatever. Like they oh, never really? met no in person. No trailer there. They literally just the whole time. They just held hands and listened to the Wu Tang. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't even hold hands. I think they only communicated by phone. Oh wait, she was oh, all was in prison. He was in prison the whole time. He what? All of my relationships, basically, where you never hold hands, never tell anybody you like them, have full relationships, and then they break up with you and get engaged the second they go to India two days later. Right. Also, Yo, all of my imagine- relationships, because it's an older man and he's in prison. All right. That one was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine leaving your husband for a dude in prison that you haven't even like been in the same room as? That's insane. Wow. That is so crazy. In prison. 
Wow. I've never done that before, guys. That's how you know the the dicking is bad. <laughs> like <laughs> the imagination of the dicking from this guy is better than <laughs> yours. Apparently, there are prison pen pal programs where you can like write letters to people in prison. And then like a lot of women who are like kind of lonely oh, yeah. do that to guys in prison because I mean, the guys are probably pretty lonely, too. It's prison. That's and, how uh, like Charles Manson got engaged and stuff, right? Yeah. And and a lot of them like gain wives and girlfriends from that yeah. man. So um, I also used to do that, but in a very different context. I used to be um, a like assistant teacher um, at a prison in Baltimore when I was in school. Um, what? It was a- How am I still learning these things about you? <laughs> what kind of dubious background do you have? This is yeah, yeah. The like I was in a, a, a TA. I was a uh, teaching assistant for um a writing class, a creative writing class, and it was for a male prison. Um, Even in prison, masters. the 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 brown student is a TA. They just like, of course, <laughs> let me grade papers. Oh uh, yeah, and it used to be very interesting because all of these um uh, men would be very um like just flirtatious in a way and i was just like mm. a 19 year old um student hey baby you want to come back to my cell <laughs> how are they flirtatious i'm so curious what, what's an example can i buy you oh. a drink a, a prison drink i can make yeah. you a prison mimosa do you want to know what that is <laughs> it's more like i put in so much effort in this story for you oh Oh, wait so that's why they had female teachers they're like let's make these prisoners do their classwork dude (laughs) (laughs) oh it was so sad they didn't have any like you know uh, so i could check out textbooks for them um and then like leave them there but like they didn't have any internet they didn't have any like they had the the college library in the prison but it wasn't like very well stocked so (laughs) damn can you imagine? Yeah, life imagine as a prisoner <laughs> don't even have access to um how to gain make friends and influence people. Like, how, how are you going to join a prison gang then? That's true. Yeah, yeah. They they got a different way of how to win friends and influence people. They got a couple different ways I can imagine. A lot. Of, <laughs> they all involve the butt. <laughs> Weirdly enough. <laughs> I can just imagine. How, sedu- like a- how to seduce friends and shank people. I love that book, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do I really want to be making fun of prisoners? My name is Vishal Kalyana Syndrome, and you can find me. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so, Serbi, you used to grade their English papers, or what was it? It was like poetry, English. it was essays? No, so it was um English, poetry. like a basic writing class um where they would write like a nonfiction component and a fiction component. So it would be Ooh. a fiction paper and it would be a nonfiction paper. The, fi- the fiction paper is about uh, a short Indian girl they want to fuck. And the nonfiction paper is about a short Indian girl they want to fuck named Serby, who's the TA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's the flirting. <laughs> Oh man, uh, those were the times. Yeah, no, I, I remember writing. Um, like so. Then uh, after I went there, you know, I felt like very empathetic about like prisoners. So I wrote a couple letters. Um, like Aww. to um prisoners in a different prison, like that were not you know students or anything. Um, to just be oh, in like, a different I, I, prison. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. are you not allowed to write you're to your students? To, no, no, no. You're you're not allowed to be in touch with them. It's very strict. Like, 
Um, you only go as capacity of students. Um, yeah, so it was a different prison, but they all like the return, like the replies were also sexual. And I was terrified they were gonna like get out of prison and like find me and like, uh, you know, kidnap me. Uh, and so I just, um, you know, graduated from college and like never answered. Like, Isn't it crazy though that you're like 20 in that situation and you got to do that? I'm 27 now and I and I'm like I feel like I'm too young to do that. And you're like in college doing that shit. That's insane. To do what? Like go to prison and teach these dudes like creative writing. That's Why are you saying it like that's a thing we all have to inevitably do and you're just putting it off. You said it like that. You're <laughs> like I'm 27 and I haven't even done that yet. Yeah, I mean dude, I'm put I, I am putting it off. We all got to we all got to do our time, dude. Whether it's on one side of the bar or not, all right. <laughs> I can totally see why I'd go into prison and teaching stand-up comedy. You know. Yeah, I'm teaching. Uh, oh my god, that would be why so you funny. would get shanked so much because you would start doing crowd work and roasting the audience, and it would go awry. <laughs> I'm like, dude, why would you get that face tattoo? And then after that, I'm just I'm gonna have a face tattoo. Well, it's gonna be a scar on my yeah. face, is what yep. I'm gonna have. I would love to teach like... stand-up comedy in prison. That would be amazing. What would your first lesson be? I'm, I'm like kind of curious now how you go about this. Okay, first lesson. I don't know. I don't know where to begin. The first lesson would be do not do stand-up uh, in the shower because you might have to bend for the soap. Yeah. yeah don't do an line. act out in the shower, guys. Don't yeah. do an act out in the yep. shower. <laughs> you may be acting out what it was like for your mother to pick things up like while she was cleaning, but don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. I wonder I don't know. how offensive you could be in uh, prison comedy. Like, So I don't know if you guys have ever seen like like how racial do you think prison comedy would be? It would be so racial. It would definitely like I, see I also would be really specific because some of these guys have only been in prison for 30 years. Like they've not been in the outside world for a long mm. time. You know what I mean? So they're like, man, you know what I hate about smoking indoors? All the Mexicans. And you're just like, whoa, <laughs> wow. That was <laughs> dude. That's pretty I funny. Wonder, you know, how like private prisons versus government prisons would handle comedy because government prisons, there's the First Amendment where the private prisons, they would definitely not allow you to say anything against the prison in case there you know it starts a riot so like that that's another dude i think thing. if i started a riot does that mean i'm killing like that's pretty good <laughs> if my set would cause a riot you're literally <laughs> killing you're murdering yeah, no. in fact you're doing five to ten that's yeah. <laughs> have you seen seinfeld um so in the last episode all of the Seinfeld i've never heard of this characters, show never heard i'm kidding they they go to jail and he's doing like stand up in prison and nobody's laughing. Yeah, that, that's oh. where how did I tell ends? you my story of uh, did I tell the story on my podcast of when I went to a uh, a, Ger a U.S. military base in southern Germany and I did stand up? No, no. OK, so I went there and uh, they had to check you in. So like literally I was there with um, like three soldiers drove me into the thing. And they had to like check the whole car and they had to check my passport and everything. But the funny thing was I was trying to be funny. I was trying to be funny on the way there. 
you know, so we were driving to the venue and it was me and three soldiers and we passed like a playground where I guess like the soldiers kids can play if they want. So I pointed at the playground and I was like, wow, that's so cool. You guys made a replica of an Iraqi battlefield and nobody laughed. They hated that joke. Uh, yep. Nope. Nope. <laughs> that's really <laughs> to this day. I think that's an amazing joke to this day. <laughs> Oh, my God. Like, did you ask them if they practiced their drone strikes there? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm like, wow, you guys rebuilt it. That's pretty good. That's pretty you, good. Yeah. You know, there are what no little kids there. So you guys must have won the war. <laughs> you know what places are known for their senses of humor is army barracks, dude, like boot camp. <laughs> they loved laughing there. Yeah. You know how you can make them laugh, though, like in Iron Man, um, the first movie, first scene where he just like takes his um briefcase out and it's just like alcohol and then everybody starts Ooh. laughing. Mm. Yeah, you got to be a billionaire with like a case full of alcohol and then everybody's on your side. Yeah. It was interesting. The army base, they had things that like you would never see. They had like a replica. They had replicas of like women's US vaginas. Things. No, not of wood. There were real women there. There were real women there because it's a base. So it's like people live there with their families. Oh, and there are female, uh, you know, soldiers and things like that. Oh, well, um, there were no like single women, really. I mean, I mean, there might have been, but usually women will come up to me after the shows. But this one, I was looking around nobody because they were all taken. Um, and like even the even the soldiers. I don't know. Like the I have no soldiers? idea. I have no idea. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was interesting because I, I must on like 30, 35 minutes. And um, it was like <clears throat> I started out with my normal set. It was really racial. And then uh, I was like, OK, this is not the vibe. So I just changed to dirty material and they fucking loved it. And I just did dirty material for like the entire set after that. Yeah. And it went great. Um, I love that. Uh, do you remember the time where, you know, like I think when Trump came that there was this like big um, or like, you know, oh, the, in the military, there's been um, like this big movement to avoid um, LGBTQ folks and, you know, trans folks. And I can totally see like Trump being like, oh, give everybody a flashlight when they start. Oh, my God. You know, to keep them hetero. Yeah. Instead of I a don't gun, know. you just get a flashlight or it's like a. It's like a bayonet, you know, it has a gun and a flashlight on the side. <laughs> Dude, I, don't know why you would, I don't know why you would not want to have women and LGBTQ people uh, in the military. It's like, who do you think gets uh, yelled at and attacked on the street more? Who do you think has tougher skin dude i don't think i don't think white guys from uh alabama have tougher skin than a trans person from new york city True. or from alabama yeah. for that and they have like 200 years of anger in them like they, they yeah, that's a good point but it much better use yeah no but also um i was thinking about this the most american thing you could have is one of those like gun fleshlight bayonet things i can see that in like late night tv they're selling that gun flashlight like, what are you talking about one side is a gun and the other side is a flashlight so you can what and this kill. isn't real that can't be real no i'm not saying it exists but it should oh it should exist okay yes 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 that would capture this, the zeitgeist we are merch the first one, the gun flashlight. That is this is that's extremely first world problematic. So at least it's on brand. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, dude, I stuck my dick in it too far and the gun went off, but the recoil felt so good. But I killed an eight year old black child. <laughs>
Yeah. Oh my god. A man came watching a black man being murdered. That that that's white men in America right now. Anyway, Ooh. so checks well, out. Speaking of women, I do have a story about when I was in Luxembourg that was pretty. You might might find funny. So I I had done. I was doing an hour in Luxembourg, and um, so afterwards we go to. Uh, we go to party at the show producer's house who owns the comedy club and he has like oh, cool. a pretty nice house. So we're parting there. And uh, it's it's like people who are in the audience. So they must be like 30, 40 years old, you know. Oh, and wow. then also there were like two 16 year old comics that opened for me. So like them and their friends were there. So it was like there were 16 year olds and 40 years old. And I was there as a as a 22 year old. So I had nothing to talk about with the 40 year old. So I went over to the 16 year olds and I was like, Naruto, am I right? And I was just talking with them. Right. But some of the 40 year old women and the 30 year old women, they wanted to talk to me. And eventually I got too drunk. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just staying in this house, too. So let me go sleep in my room. So I go to sleep in my room, fall asleep because I'm drunk. And then like about about it must be 10 minutes later, I wake up and like one of the 30 year old women is there like sitting on the side of my bed. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, hey, she's like, oh, you left the party. I was like, yeah, I was sleepy. She's like, you don't want to go back. I'm like, no, no, thanks. And she's like, okay, well, uh, do you mind if I just do this? And then she started rubbing my back. And uh, we didn't have sex or anything. She just rubbed my back until I fell asleep. And that was the best thing that I've ever had in my life. I want that every night now. That's incredible. Yeah. That's like how a porno wouldn't happen in real life. Like, you know. But I didn't want sex. And this is my opinion. You know what? I'm going to put this out. I'm going to put this out there on the podcast. Don't try to have sex with me past 1 p.m. or 1 a.m. Because I don't want to do cardio that late at night. Okay? It's as if you're like, why? You want to run two miles right now? Hell no. No, I don't. Okay? Should have asked me earlier in the night or when we wake up the next morning. Yeah, I'm on board with the 1 p.m. thing, though, as well. Uh, (laughs) I fucked up. I didn't mean 1 p.m. No, I meant 1 p.m. When I was in Brazil, a similar thing happened where, like, this girl who wanted to, like, hook up with me but she was not very cute, but she was a trained masseuse. Uh, and so like when she's a five, what if she's a five, but she's a trained masseuse, right? Uh, she's memes. still she's still a five. <laughs> but then so I went to sleep and our buddy ended up like begrudgingly hooking up with this girl, but getting the best massage of his life. And then I woke up and he told me about that. And I was so upset because like you I was up. like, I could have just. Just give me the massage and go hook up with this guy. Like, I want the massage. Give uh, Vishal the massage, and then you're just like, whoa, just because you did that doesn't mean that you're entitled to sex. And then just fall asleep like a good feminist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, that's what I should do. My God, I have nothing to add to this conversation. I've never rubbed anybody's back or have my back well, why rubbed. why not, Serby? <laughs> well, because I never reached the hand-holding part of a relationship Aww. they all dissolve before that because you never texted martin trelli that's why could be <laughs> yeah, you. Now he's in fucking jail um yeah it's like a it's like a curse inflicted on by like god or something since you never texted martin and he can't hold hands with anyone you don't get to ever hold hands with anyone either <laughs> <laughs> so sad so we were talking about so the queen the queen huh yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> what was what were we saying about the queen survey do you have any hot takes about her oh my god she was great in the crown sad there won't be was she actually in, it? See her in the new season 
Oh no, she was played by um like two very three actually really talented actresses. Um, Olivia and Coleman in season three and four, and then um, who else? Somebody else in one and two. Like that show Claire is Foy. so good, but nothing happens for four seasons. I don't know if anybody's seen it. Absolutely nothing happens. Just like the royalty. Oh wow! Their yeah. life is so tumultuous, but nothing happens. Like Princess wow. Diana didn't need to die. She could just be doing nothing till now. Damn. Wait. So did did the Queen murder Princess Diana? That's a Honestly? that's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think the Queen was like smart and like you know coordinated enough for that to happen. Um. Yeah. She's a she's a know- dumb bitch. You heard it here first. <laughs> I don't know. People were surprised that the queen was racist. And I'm like, guys, she has a crown. Nobody who owns a crown isn't racist. Okay. Yeah. The Princess Diana queen thing. Um, So Princess Diana, when she got divorced, um, somebody went and, you know, like did um an interview of her house. Um, She was staying at, no, not Balmoral. I forget um where she was staying. And um, she just had all these like cushions with like those like wine mom sayings. I'm single, but I'm happy, um, stuff like that. And I can totally see like Princess Diana um, being alive right now and just being one of those like Instagram, WhatsApp moms, like the food babe, and then being like, oh my God, GMOs cause cancer. Huh, like Michelle Obama. Some babies. <laughs> no, not Michelle Obama. She's the real deal. Michelle. But I, thought she, I thought she likes nutrition and stuff. Yeah, no, like but real nutrition. nutrition. Yeah, no. Michelle is a queen. Diana is a princess. There's a difference with Shaw. Oh, shit. I have a hot take. I have a hot take yeah. on colonialism and how to how like we could actually have fair reparations for colonialism, because the idea of like fair reparations is very difficult. So this is what I think. OK, because, you know, like most of the countries that are like, uh, you know, they're like, oh, this is an underdeveloped country. They're really just like everything, all their money and all their, uh, you know, goods that were actually valuable were taken from them through colonialism. And they were taken like, have you gone to the British Museum? It's just like a museum of all the other amazing things from the rest of the world. So here's what I think. If you were colonized by a country and you can trace your ancestry back to the time of colonization, you should be allowed to immigrate to that country no matter what. Yep. That's what I think. I think I it's agree. fair. Yeah. If you're from India, you anyone who can trace their ancestry should be able to uh, immigrate to Britain. Or like, for example, like anyone from South America should be able to immigrate to Spain. That's what I think. Are there any countries you can actually that been... go and then you can actually reap the benefits that they took from you? You know, reap the wealth that was taken from you. Are there yeah, any countries I... that have been colonized by two places, though? I'm curious. Oh, there are many. Like, oh, what, yeah. they, India what, has been colonized Goa. by Portugal. Um, Goa was like, for, well, that's yeah. colonized yeah. by Britain and Britain. Portugal. That's yeah. only a part Britain, of India, not Portugal, the whole thing, I guess. Great Britain. Oh, yeah. No, we, we've been colonized. We've been fucked over by every one of these whites, you know? We were the Left, richest. Right yeah, we were the richest country of all time. As my parents tell me all the time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, India was the best, dude. Modi's going to get us back there, I'm telling you. Oh, my God. 2030. <laughs> I am not pro number one in India after this episode. (laughs) 
Yeah, the GDP of India is going to be higher than any other country. They've been saying that it's going to be an economic superpower. It used to be 2020, then it became 2030. Um, then it's going to be 2040. Um, and, and then they're like, oh, the in, like right now, a dollar is 80 rupees. And they say like one rupee is going to be $80 in 10 years. That math but- is insane. <laughs> wow. You know, you know, India is doing well when the U.S. starts to hate it. You know how like China is becoming like an existential threat. That's how you know they're doing well, dude. Once India gets to that point, whoo. Yeah, the only reason we're scared of China is because I can't get my like three dollar Amazon like what two dozen panties in the same day delivery. Like sometimes it takes a day. Speaking now. of Amazon. People shit on Jeff Bezos, and I think you should. I think you should shit on all billionaires. But I do want to make the point, like, you guys realize compared to other billionaires, we let him take over the world just because he could give us free two-day shipping. You know what I mean? It's a good like, deal. Like, other, other billionaires, they definitely, they had to, like, I mean, not that they invented it, but they had to force some nerd to invent new technology. And then Jeff Bezos is just like, I, listen, I can get you this shit in two days. And we're just like, please become the richest man of all time. Yep. Please. It's the same with, like, Facebook, Zuckerberg, Instagram. We're happily, we know how much information they take from us. We know about, um, you know, the election interference, but especially the three of us in the room and everybody else on Instagram, which owns but is owned by Facebook. We're on it all the time. We give all of our personal information. We give them the content they need for their app to become addictive um, without True. making any money at all. By the way, yes, if anybody from the U.S. immigration is listening to this, I have made zero dollars from this podcast. <laughs> and I don't think we will ever monetize it ever. And we have no intention of monetizing it. Uh, but yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we lose money every time we record. I'm hemorrhaging money. money. <laughs> That's right. We're, we're just pumping money straight into the U.S. economy. And then we are not taking any of it out for ourselves. That's and then right. we're all moving back to India. So you guys are welcome. <laughs> and we're me and white are citizens. But yeah, we're, we're not even <laughs> I, I have never lived in India, but I'm moving to India. And you know, the right. queen. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I how, how dried and um unsnatched was her pussy by the time she died. Oh, my God. Or did she get pussy Botox? And it's just like, you know, like Princess Diana's when she died. Serbi's like, I wanted to talk about the queen this week. And like this, this is what like the, the denouement is, is about her pussy. That's that's what we were waiting for the whole time. I don't think she I mean, I don't even want to think about that. But like if I had to, I don't think that she has a vagina. I think it might have fallen off 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. It's it's like a teacher. You're just like you're naked. You're nothing under there. You know, you're yeah, like a exactly. Lego character. Yeah, she, she <laughs> like a Barbie doll. Prolapse. You're like a Barbie doll, but like yeah. 96 years old. Yeah, she had a vaginal prolapse getting fucked over oh by god. all the ex colonies. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Just, just, I as, when I thought you couldn't get any more graphic. <laughs> I'm going to hell. The woman just died. No, 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 no. I'm down to shit on the queen. Yeah. I don't know why this is the stance we're taking and this is the take. <laughs> I'm down to shit on the queen, but I don't. Yeah. It's like, fuck everything that the UK has done to other countries in the world, but the queen got a dry ass pussy dog. That's. <laughs> Serbia's like, listen, what's drier, their food or. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> or their sense of humor. My sense oh my of God. humor. 
<laughs> oh, and they're, they're, they're queen's vagina, ex-queen's vagina. Yeah. Um, now, oh my God, yes. Now the new queen consort is going to be Camilla. And I don't know if people remember, but famously when the phone call was tapped, Prince Charles called Camilla and said, I wish I was your tampon so I could oh, be yeah. so in what? your vagina. That was his pickup line? Yep. Bro, homies, you, I wish homies I was a player, dude. Homie's a and toxic. That, that tells you you could be royalty and say any shit. Yo, he's a then... fucking city boy, dude. <laughs> he's a, city. a city of London boy. That's awesome. <laughs> why wouldn't why would he say tampon? Why wouldn't he say like like one of those dildos that you can keep in all day or like a Ben Wobble? This guy went straight to like fucking wait, what's it called? Like cleanliness appliance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sanitary uh, nap. Yeah, literally. That guy went straight to that. <laughs> yeah, no, he was like, I want to suck all moisture out of your vagina. This, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's listen, like the I wish... royalty I am, you know? <laughs> I wish I was off. a catheter. Imagine if a girl said that to you, like, oh, man, I wish I was your catheter so I could just sit in your urethra. The entire like that's that would be so disgusting. Oh, yeah, he sucked out all the, you know, jewels in her vagina like his country did to all of our country. Oh, my God. That, that one was pretty good. I appreciate that one. Yep. Uh, why do you have a fun thing you want to wrap up on? Oh, not really. OK, our new uh, artwork, our rankings. Oh, yeah, man. Anyways, thank all you guys who have listened to the podcast in Kenya and India specifically, but anywhere, anywhere, if you do want to help us, what you can do is you can, you know, get NordVPN and you can use your proxy to make it seem like you are in India or you can spoof your location, make it seem like you are in Kenya and you can help us that way. Then listen to the podcast. (laughs) We only want to be number one in those two countries. That, yeah, we lost a bet, guys. We need to be the number one podcast in Kenya. I want to be I want to be what those Kenyan distance runners and the Kenyan sprinters listen to in their ear while they're practicing. That's what I want. Yeah, Usain Bolt, Usain Bolt is just like tool. Usain Bolt's just like and shout out to Serbian and Wyatt and uh, Vishal <laughs> after. OK, there's many things wrong with that. One, isn't he Jamaican? And two, why does he sound like Obama? <laughs> I just decided to do a black person's sex. I don't know. And that's first First world problematic. problematic. All right. We'll see you guys next time. All right. Bye. Bye.